Steven Johnson, how you doing, sir? Good, how you doing? Doing pretty good. Listen, just wanted to bring you in for a couple of minutes. I know that you're in transit, but want to talk about Redskins running backs. You know who they are. Rob Kelly. You have Samaje P. Ryan. You've got Chris Thompson coming back, returning from injury. And you have uh, draft pick Darius Geis. You think that Jay Gruden's going to pick four. Who do you think the uh, – uh, the four are going to be also add in the mix Keith Marshall, Byron Marshall, and Capri Bibbs. Go. So I think that we're going to keep four. Yes. Um, I believe that um, hopefully. So I've, heard, I've read a couple of articles saying that uh, um, Darius Dice might not start right away because they want to kind of uh, ease him into the mix and him coming off an injury last year. I don't think he's still injured, but they just kind of want to make sure that he's, you know, he's 100% before they just throw him out there. On top of that, they want to make sure that they know who they're getting in P. Ryan and Kelly. So I heard that in the preseason and maybe the first couple of games, they're going to put in um, P. Ryan and Kelly to start off to see who we want to keep. But in my opinion, I think we keep Darius Geis to start it off. Chris Thompson as our change of pace third down back. I believe that we keep, in my opinion, I like, uh, I like P. Ryan better. He's a lot younger. Um, a lot of people forget that he broke Adrian Peterson's college running, uh, rushing record, which is a hard thing to do. Because coming out of college, Adrian Peterson was an animal, and right. um, I'm not no, not nothing against Rob Kelly. I love Rob Kelly. I just think that more goal line stances, P Ryan is is a much stronger back, and I think he can only get better. Okay, um, that said, I, I like him. Fine. That said, I would agree with you for ninety percent of what you're saying. However, do you want to give that player who's going to have the whole training camp and preseason to showcase his skills? into the second game of the full season before you cut him? Or can you put that player on the player squad, uh, I'm sorry, the practice squad, and allow that player to sign with another team? You're talking about Rob Kelly more than likely going to be on the chopping block. I totally agree. P. Ryan broke Adrian Peterson's rushing record. However, he had fumbling issues last year. Uh, Kelly got hurt. Do you depend on your younger backs, such as Capri Bibbs, Byron Marshall, uh, we know that Geis is going to come out of the gate running. He reminds me a lot of Ezekiel Elliott, the Dallas Cowboys, once he does uh, get his footing under him in terms of the playbook and, and learning some of the nuances of the offense and, uh, of course, chemistry with Alex Smith. But I do think if we had to cut one right now, today, I think that Rob Kelly may get cut for the simple fact that Samaj P. Ryan and Darius Geis are much younger with less mileage. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, if anything, if we could possibly do it, I'd be okay with trying to get something out of Rob. Um, he's an undrafted free agent, and we found a gem. He's a good running back, no matter what people think. And I believe at the end of the day, I think that fourth running back. So me and me and my uh, me and my friend were actually talking about it, and uh, he believes that we're going to keep Rob, but I don't think we are. Okay. I, I I'm kind of torn between uh, Capri Bibbs for that fourth spot or. I'm going to throw a curveball, and I'm going to say that I think Martez Carter, the undrafted free agent out of Grambling State, makes the roster as a kick return, but also to back up Chris Thompson for that uh, change of pace third down back. Wow. Wow. So you think the undrafted free agent is going to be able to spell Chris Thompson. However, oh. you have to add to the mix that Capri Bibbs filled in handsomely for Chris Thompson the last two to three games in the season. Uh, uh, we can't forget about Capri Bibbs, and I think that the pass-catching running back, 
he's probably going to be around the first or second behind Chris Thompson. I do like what I'm seeing so far from Darius Geis. But let me throw this caveat at you as well. If Jay Gruden decides to keep and have a fullback on the team, who do you think would be the best person for that fullback position and why? So uh, on our team, I would say one of those tight ends. Um, Vernon Davis has been kind of filling that role a little bit as far as I can see. Um, but also um, Jeremy Sprinkle's a pretty big body, and they, he's more of a blocking tight end more so than a receiving tight end is what we usually like to keep. Um, but we actually brought in a rookie from West Virginia, I forget his name, as a fullback. That is true. Gruden, that is true. Kind of hints that, that is true. We could keep him, but he, he pretty much said that we brought him in to pretty much have the defense look at different looks on teams that have a fullback. But I believe that having a fullback on the uh, on the on the roster is a good idea. I miss Darrell Young. I love Darrell Young. Oh man, Darrell Young, Mike Sellers, these guys come to mind, especially when you get down in tight goal line situations, as well as the ability to block for the running back, the Clinton Portises of the world. Uh, so, and I think with the some of the blocking woes that they had last year with a third and two or a fourth and one, maybe a fullback would have helped that cause. What do you think? No, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. But I also think that uh, Jay Gruden actually needs to get better. I'm a Jay Gruden fan. Okay. Uh, but I think that he needs to get better in that aspect of play calling. You can't always try to run it down their throat Absolutely. on third two or third and one. You need to do that play action boot. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and how a can, can get out of the pocket and run. Okay. So that's a possibility as well. The man, I, I totally appreciate your comment on that. I think Alex Smith has been a great addition to this team. What do you think are going to be the two biggest things that Alex Smith brings to the offense this year? First thing I can say is winning. The guy is the second winningest quarterback in the entire NFL behind Tom Brady. Wow. Oh, maybe it's third. Maybe it's third. I know it's top five, but I believe that I read that he is under uh, under pretty much top five to top three winningest quarterback in the NFL. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to kind of, for the second one, I'm going to kind of throw two in there. Leadership is number one, and, and uh, interceptions is number two. He's never had a double-digit interception season his entire career. Excellent, excellent. Last year, he had only five interceptions and was named the biggest long ball threat in the league last year. You that couple that with a Josh Doxson coming into his own. You, you couple that with Paul Richardson, who was snagged from the Seattle Seahawks. You couple that with Jamison Crowder, who's going to have a monster season. He reminds me of the uh, Tyreek Hill of the Kansas City Chiefs last year. I think this offense is going to be in the top 10. I think the defense is going to be in the top 10. I think in terms of stats, I think uh, the offense is going to average 25 to 30 points a game. I think that's how good of an offense this could be. I think on the defensive uh, side, you're going to have uh, people that are going to be eating for days. I think Ryan Kerrigan is going to benefit from uh, Deron Payne, Tim Settle, uh, and Jonathan Allen and Matt Ioannidis, the linebackers are going to eat all day, uh, especially with Pernell McPhee and Zach Brown coming back. What do you think about the defense? No, I, I completely agree. I actually had an argument the other day with a Redskins fan that said he's been a Redskins fan since the 80s and then he's given up on them. But to me, that's not a real Redskins fan in my opinion. Absolutely. Um, and um, I, I believe that I, I made the bold statement saying, and I actually uh, I called Sports Talk 980 and I was actually talking to Kevin Sheehan and uh, there was a, a topic saying, you know, what if a Redskins fan walked up to you and had nothing to know about the Redskins, what would you say the record would be? And I called it out, either 10-6 or 11-5, and we can all stay healthy. And I completely agree. The top 10 offense, that offense is literally almost, 
almost identical. If Jordan Reed can stay healthy, it's almost identical to what he had in Kansas City. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that defense, that defensive line, what people don't understand is that offensive line and defensive line make an offense or a defense. And now that we finally have an all a defensive line, our cornerbacks can take a little rest or they can ma- actually make plays and our linebackers can get to the quarterback. So I love the defense. I love what they're doing. I love Greg Manusti. I love Jay Gruden. Um, I love Jim Tomsula. I love what we have. And if I believe if we all can stay healthy and continue to do what we're doing, we can go 10-6, 11-5 and five and make a playoff for us. I would totally agree with you. Uh, leave me the last couple of questions. Where do you think uh, the Redskins fall in the NFC as a whole, not just the NFC East, but the entire NFC? You know, they got some strong teams out there. Of course, Minnesota uh, nabbing Kirk Cousins. You have the Saints returning with uh, a prolific offense being led by Drew Brees. Of course, you have the Atlanta Falcons who made the playoffs last year. And you have a couple of the teams, of course, the Dallas of the world and the Super Bowl champions, Philadelphia Eagles. Where do you think the Redskins fall uh, in the NFC this year? Um. I can honestly say between the top five and top ten. I, I believe that the Saints are better than us as a team as a whole, but I believe that we're going to beat them this year because they came back and had one of the best comebacks of almost mm-hmm. all NFL history mm-hmm. last year against us. And I feel like if we have a, a vendetta, we can come in their house and we can beat them. Okay. Um, I think the Falcons are wishy-washy. They're a really good team, but they decide whether they want to win or not. Uh, Carolina's another good team to throw in to make Absolutely. that whole NFC South is really good division absolutely uh the eagles i think they're they're gonna make it back to the playoffs but i don't think they're gonna i don't think they're gonna win it um i believe that they won for the sole factor of um they were underdogs and no one knew what was going on no one no one really could feel out what was going on and no one had seen nick Foles and what he was capable of for a while right and so i think that played in their advantage and the defense won that entire game okay um and I think that Dallas, I think I think Dallas is going to actually not be as good as people think this year. Not having a number one wide receiver, Dak is not that. In my opinion, Dak is a game manager. He's not a uh, quarterback that can take over a game. And when you have Des Bryant, which a lot of people don't like his attitude, I'm just going to be honest. He's a good player. And honestly, if the Redskins picked him up, I wouldn't even been mad. Me too. Um, totally agree. But, but I, I but I think that me and my again me and my one, one of my uh, friends has also talked about that. If you do pick him up, where does that put um, Paul Richardson? Because we we're, we are pretty much paying him as a number one wide receiver. Um, and so, you know, uh, talking about team chemistry, where does that put him in a sense of, okay, you know, what are you guys paying me for if you're going to bring in Des Bryant? Okay. Um, so that was kind of a big controversy why we didn't pick up Des Bryant. But I going back to your question, I believe that we can be in that top tier. I think that Green Bay's defense is – it's not as good as people think. Their offense is tremendous, mm-hmm. but they also lost Jordy Nelson, Correct. which is a key factor. Correct, correct, correct. And they, but they picked up Jimmy Graham. So I, I believe that again, if we stay healthy, if we can, if we can gel right, if everything falls into place, I believe that we can be between five and ten, and I believe that we're going to make the wild card. Hey. Listen, you're right here on DC Sports Talk with your man Lujo and my co-host today, Stephen Johnson. Last question for you: Who is the MVP of the Redskins' offense this year, and who is your MVP for the defense this year? Last question. Um, I think the offense is going to be Alex Smith. I think he's going to change our entire offense, not only with his playmaking ability, but with his leadership. He's coming in right away, and you don't hear much about him, and that's because that's what a leader is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and defense. Ah, that's a hard one. I want to say 
it's a, it's, it's a toss-up between me. I ain't going to lie. Um, I'm going to say either Ryan Kerrigan or Josh Norman. A lot of people don't give Josh Norman the credit that he's due. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't throw to his side for a reason. They call him the Dark Knight for a reason. Mm-hmm. And you don't necessarily need interceptions to be a quick cornerback. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes plays where it counts. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan just came up a 13-sack season, and he's not even in the top 100. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm just saying he, he's Mr. Reliable on our team. He's always been Mr. Reliable on our team. Um, but I think that the only scary part, I think, is that Josh Roman's getting kind of frustrated and he's getting kind of, uh, I guess, fed up with not winning and not having that winning attitude. But I think that Alex Smith is going to change his whole team around with that attitude. And I think Jake Gruden is trying to start a, a whole new era of a winning mentality, regardless if you win or not, to not give up and to have good football players. So I say, I say Ryan Kerrigan for the defense. Man, thank you so much. I'm going to have to disagree with you. Offense, I think it's going to be a three-way tie between Alex Smith, Chris Thompson, and a healthy Jordan Reed. On defense, I'm going to say it's going to be between uh, Zach Brown, the leading tackler in the NFL last year, and the newcomer, Deron Payne. Listen, got to go. Thank you so much, Stephen Johnson, for joining me. You're right here on DC Sports Talk with your man, Lou Joe. I'll be with you on the next segment. Thanks a lot. Thank you, sir.